Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. This is Rose Buddies. It's going to get confusing this up, gang. It's going to get, it's going to be a real brain buster, like a Christopher Nolan movie. You're going to be sitting here listening to this episode like, which, which one are they even doing? Why do you say that? It's just, we watched two shows tonight, and one of them has literally an identical title to another show that we literally just watched. It's not identical. Basically identical. Well, and we didn't really watch the second show. We I just... watched the fuck out of it. Let's talk about what we're watching. This is Rose Buddy's podcast where we watch trash TV while we wait for the real show that we want to watch to come back <laughs> on television. And I know people are listening to this. They may be new listeners, and they might say, that's kind of a weird format for a show. It's like, we know. What if we have listeners that actually enjoy us talking about these shows more? I saw somebody say, I hope The Bachelor never comes back on, and we just oh. do. Well, here's the thing. Are You the One? Yeah. S- season four starts up in June. And you know we're going to watch that shit. I'll pay... There's no amount of money. <laughs> we finished season two, by the way. It's pretty good. Season three is transcendent. Season two is fine. Season two is very different. Very different. I've heard nothing but great things about season one, which I'm about to pay. Like, when you're not paying attention, <laughs> you're going to be looking to the left, and I'm going to be over here on the right buying season one on iTunes. Paying $25 to watch the whole season on how iTunes. Much is, how much... I would pay $50 to watch season three of Are You The One, knowing now what I know about it. <sighs> Anyway, this week we didn't watch Are You The One, but we basically watched Are You The One. We watched a show called Take Me Out. And this, you're probably listening, Griffin, Judas Iscariot, Benedict (laughs) Judas, you've twisted it on me because we said we were going to watch a show called If You Are The One, uh, a Chinese uh, dating mean-spirited show, a group bullying show called If You Are The One. Uh, Little did we know that that show exists in literally every culture. Uh, and in, in Ireland, it's called Take Me Out. It's an Irish show, right? We, yes, yes. Take Me Out, the episode we watch was specifically the Irish version of that show. Um, the concept appears to be across all cultures that women line up in front of podiums. Men, like a, like a fire, like an execution yeah. squad. They, their podiums light up and they have the option, uh, when men come out and introduce themselves to immediately hit their buzzer, turn their light out, and say, no, thank you. Uh, And there are several rounds where the men can do various things to impress the women, and they can continue to tap out throughout the rounds. Gang, I'm going to go ahead and predict this is going to be another short episode, because, like, what's there to say? This is a show where a bunch of women get together, and it's extremely empowering, I feel like, for women, not for men so much. Um, women do seem to feel empowered to say at the drop of a ha- at a moment's pretty notice, much exactly what they're fuck thinking. You, Todd, like literally, <laughs> like just like hi, my name's Todd. Fuck you, Todd. Where you where you from, Todd? I'm from Cork. Fuck Cork. <laughs> uh, I, well, here's the thing that I think was interesting. So we watched season three, episode four. Of this Take Me Out. The Irish, um, which we have to be so specific because this show exists. Man, that was the worst anybody's ever pronounced the word specific. I have a few margaritas saying. <laughs> um, hosted by Ray Foley, who I... Rick Foley? Ray Foley. Okay. Who I decided was kind of like the Irish Chris Hardwick. Chris O'Hardwick is what I call him. He definitely <laughs> yeah. had that quality. How can you make the name Hardwick more Irish sounding? That's excellent. Um, uh, but anyway, I didn't. One thing is not clear to me. Maybe we should have done some research. What's Ireland? What's Ireland all about? Because no. it seemed like we sort of had some pretty wide gaps in um, basically like any name. So we're like, hi, my name's Kiarkik. Like oh, what? What is it? a lot of vowels. Oh, a lot of Scot- vowels like, in there. I'm of Scotch Irish descent, and even just a lot of the words were just like mm, no. My one. my question is okay. that it seems that the women each season start out on episode one and just stick around until they get a girl date? i don't even think they do a refresh every season because dude was like some of you have been up here since the first season still haven't found your date and it's at that point you gotta wonder like how many of the women up on stage are just like i like being on this television show so i'm never gonna go on a date bink and like, i like saying mean stuff and people think the mean stuff i say is really funny although i will say on the irish version of take me out a lot of mean stuff being thrown around that is okay so 
so on the Irish episode we watched, um, there is a woman who is from Dublin. We're not going to nail down basically any names this whole time because there were Melissa, a lot. Melissa, her name was Melissa. Okay, okay. Melissa from Dublin. Her name was Costanza. I <laughs> oh, don't even get Rachel I don't think we're going to tap into that magic again. Um, Melissa's from Dublin. She finds out that Kean is from Limerick. Immediately taps out, says, I'm from Dublin. There's no way it's going to happen with somebody. That happened two different times this episode. Just somebody like, where are you from? I'm from Cork. Like, I didn't know that that was, is that true in America? think about it, right? Like, there are some states that get frowned upon a little bit more. I don't think that's true for me. Maybe it's just because I'm from West Virginia, and so I know. I'm surprised you didn't fucking honk me. When you're like, where are you from, boo? And you're like, let me. I'm from Missouri. I don't have a lot of room. I guess that's true. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of. I don't know. Maybe that's an. I. Know, I bet we have at least one Irish listener. Yeah, who's, who's going like, to yeah, say, dog. "Oh yeah, Dublin Limerick, no way." Well, it's just like there was one woman who, like, when she honked her buzzer, the host was like, "Oh, I know why she honked her <laughs> buzzer." You're saying honked her buzzer. That's what she did. That's the sound. It makes a very it iconic. It doesn't make a honk noise. Though. Makes kind of a honk noise. <laughs> uh, the host is like, "I know why she honked it, but let's just talk to her." It's from because it's from Limerick, right? And she's like, "Yeah, it's because it's from Limerick." Fuck Limerick. <laughs> Is it like a high school rivalry thing going on? What's up, Ireland? Why y'all hate each other so much? I mean, you know, the, the U2, the Bono, and the, the Northern Holy Island. Holy shit, baby. The Northern Island thing. It's probably the U2 thing, yeah. No, like, Ireland is, has had some trouble. No, there's been some, some issues there that have popped off, most certainly. <laughs> but I would like to think in 2016, <laughs> sort of just love can bloom in the battlefield. Because I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I called it the U2 thing is that all of my knowledge of Ireland comes from Bono. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Um, mine, should, stems maybe... from a, mine stems from a report I did on Ireland when I was in fifth grade, which involved my mom had to make potato candy for the class. Um, we should we should look that up oh, before we, we publish definitely. this to make sure that Let's I'm just not... See, are they still... Is, is it still a kerfuffle? <laughs> Let's search Ireland kerfuffle. Yeah, I mean, there's a Republic of Ireland, and then there's a yeah. I mean, there's definitely a situation. There's some. You know what? Let's let's not do a whole geography history lesson while we're recording a podcast because I think it might interrupt the energy. Okay. Let's just put out a blanket statement, sort of a carte blanche, and say <laughs> we're not entirely sure, but there's some stuff going on in Ireland. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Okay, so in I mean I could get I could tell you all about the Good Friday Agreement, the or also known as the Belfast Agreement, which was signed in April of nineteen ninety eight and approved by people in both the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland in a referendum held in May nineteen ninety eight. But I don't think fucking anybody wants to hear that. They just want to hear us talk about the the fun reality dating show. Mm. I don't want to bring down the energy. Okay. Well, it's sky high right now. So just in time. Join me. Join me on my on my margaritas. I made a joke earlier when I was talking about the margaritas I drank where I said I drank a couple of Bam Margeras and you seem to really enjoy that. So let's just focus on that energy. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, so let's talk about Kean. Um, so Kean comes out in a t-shirt and jeans, uh, which some of the women complain later in the episode is not they wanted especially fancy, impressive to a them. A fancy dressed lad. Like put some effort in, buddy. Uh, and so then we, we hear that Kian is going to exit and re-enter and demonstrate a talent. So the, let's break it down. There's the, you come out, you say your name and where you're from. Yes. And then the women get a chance to buzz you. Immediately tap Immediately. Out. So there's 30 women. And that's your first sort of crucible you have to pass through. The second is you come out and you talk about a talent that you have. Uh, and that is the second crucible and then there's usually a video that's about sort of like you and your life and that is the third crucible and then the men are in control and they can go in and they buzz it down to if two. there are any women remaining there's any women remaining they buzz it down to two women and then they, they do ask a, them a question they ask them one question and then they pick one of the winners from the two mm-hmm. i said i put winners in sort of a silent quotation mark there uh and so kian talks about taekwondo and then exit. This dude comes out in his Taekwondo wear. Yeah. How do you feel about? And I don't want to. I don't want to step on anybody's bliss. It's weird seeing an adult 
man wearing taekwondo. Well, and what was interesting is that he has only been practicing not that long for five years, which was a running threat. Well, five years is a long enough time. There's a running threat of just like people getting up there, like, "What's your talent?" And it's like, "My talent is the saxophone." How long have you been doing it today? Why the fuck? Why the fuck did you bring that up here today? What my point about Taekwondo? Well, I don't want to step on anybody who's like, I love MMA, I love fighting, and I love learning. I love going to the dojo and learning from my sensei. Like I'm down with all that shit. Are you kidding me? That shit, I'm down with all of it. It's weird to see an adult man, yeah, wearing the Taekwondo wear who is not actively engaged in Taekwondo against another person. Well, and I think, and I understand the pressure. All right, if you know you're going to go on a show and they're going to ask you to demonstrate a talent, you have to think like, what is my talent going to be that's going to be easily demonstrated on stage my point is this (laughs) if you saw me in a karate gi wearing my i would have a black belt and i and i was fighting another person of equal talent they had crane style to my drunken style and it was a fucking sick fight and we were just like doing karate moves on each other i think you would look at me and be like that's pretty badass if you saw me at heb just walking down the oatmeal <laughs> aisle, and I was wearing my karate gi with a black belt, you would think, the fuck's up with that dude? The fuck's up with that dude? Here, Here's what I was thinking. So the women do not react favorably to this. <laughs> they That's putting it mildly, my sweet. Well, you know what I thought was interesting? So he comes out, he does kicks and punches. He does four kicks and punches? on. The, he's like, I'm going to kick this wood apart. This wood looked like fucking honeycomb cereal. Yeah, it looked like styrofoam. It didn't look like real impressive wood. Uh, 20 lights go out. (laughs) (laughs) It's, guys, it's it's so good. It's when the lights go out. It's very good. And we should say there's 30 women. So that was a significant... Chunk of change. <laughs> it's not one versus one hundred. It's one versus thirty, and you just lost two thirds of them. And then, and so all the women are very kind. He also their... he also lost a few of them just when he came out. Was like, "What's up? My name's yeah. Kian, and I'm from Limerick." Pew pew pew. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what I look like. I'm sorry. Oh man, when the lights go out, it's very good. So after he does his little demonstration, the women instead of saying. You know, you're an adult man in a karate gi. And you're not fighting another person in a karate. If Again, I can't stress this enough. You do karate. Great, great, great. If I just see you and you're just wearing your karate gi and you're on a game show and you're definitely not about also, to fight somebody. it's a game show about finding love. Like, why don't you demonstrate something that's that feels romantic, you know, or feels like I could see how this would benefit our relationship. A couple of the women were like, yeah, I didn't pick him because I was worried that, like, he would try to fight me. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's a crazy leap to make, kind and of. And or, like, get in a fight out, For out me. in the world. But nobody was like, you're wearing a karate gi or you're wearing a taekwondo gi. There's probably a difference between the gis. Yeah. Um, you're wearing a taekwondo outfit. <laughs> and we're in Ireland. And you're definitely not about to do some Taekwondo on another willing Taekwondo participant. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought was kind about their assessment is they all gave him a lot of credit and saying like, oh, well, these skills are translatable. You would definitely beat up some guys out in public. Who are not willing Taekwondo participants. Yeah. That's sort of like the number one rule in Taekwondo is like, it's so dangerous. You can't just do it to anybody. There's like a secret code of just like, I'm about to do Taekwondo on you. Do you want to do Taekwondo back on me? And if they say yes, congratulations, you found a sparring partner. So at this point, there's maybe still like seven or eight women left. And they go to the second round, which, which is his is video, video, the trailer for Kian. Oh, dude, you see that new teaser for Kian? It's sick, man. The video is another opportunity for them to provide information about themselves. But unfortunately, Kian just continued on that Taekwondo path and just showed him a video of him doing exactly what he had just done on stage, but in the studio where he practices. I had known Kian at that point for a minute and a half and i was i was exhausted by him but it was him doing taekwondo on another person which, which was exciting no it's very exciting but he kept talking in. about like hi my name's kian and uh my whole life is uh taekwondo taekwondo is my whole life been doing it for a hundred years and uh it's all i do all day and i don't eat i i don't eat i sustain myself on a full-blown taekwondo diet i receive the energy and force from their punches and i convert it into Before caloric intake the video even finishes all the women it's literally out. like a cascade <laughs> Mew, mew. What's the sound? Can you help me on a monopoise, the sound? Yeah, because I think it's like, 
Yeah. No, that's perfect. <clears throat> that's perfect. Uh, the, the most brutal part of the show, and Keen <laughs> didn't really get it because his like verbal presentation, his oral presentation, if you will, was more of a kicking presentation because he just kicked bricks apart uh, or, or shitty pieces of honeycomb cereal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want you, I want you to just like pitch yourself to me, pitch yourself, you Rachel to me, uh, and then I'll be thirty people listening to you talk about you, Rachel. Okay. And we'll um, just sort of t- this is just sort of to demonstrate like the whole energy of this show. Hi, my name is Rachel. I live in mew, Austin, Texas. Mew, mew. I work at a community mew, college. Mew, mew, mew. Uh, I love cats. Don't stop. If you stop talking, that's <laughs> mew. That one was just because you <laughs> slipped up while you're doing your. Just start over. Okay. Hi, my name is Rachel. I live in Austin, Texas. Mew. I enjoy watching hockey games. Mew, 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 mew. <laughs> it's hard, right? It's really wicked hard. <laughs> yeah. You've you've started laughing, and if you start laughing, that's like a sign of you don't have any confidence. And just I love to give and receive pleasure. Oh, is that just somebody? And that guy's going to get interviewed later. That's the thing is like the host like tracks when you somebody, and like he walks over and he's like, "Oh, so you don't like that he's he's into rugby, huh? Tell me more about that." Um, and so when all the women have left, they interview some of them and Beth is, uh, appears to be a crowd favorite and says, Oh, all you do is work out. I ate seven packs of crisps today. I like Beth. <laughs> which a I appreciated. Lot. Uh, but then one of the women was like, you did a demonstration in Taekwondo and then your video was just more Taekwondo. It was a lot. My boy. Seems like all you do is Taekwondo. And he responded. He's like, well, I, I did more stuff. They just didn't put in the video. And I felt bad for him. It doesn't matter. You gotta, <laughs> it's all about you, if you're putting a PowerPoint presentation together for Kian, slides one through 10 can't be Taekwondo. <laughs> and then the 11 slide is like, oh, and by the way, I'm a I'm a trained French chef. Uh, uh, and so when... All the women are out. They literally play the song all by myself. Oh, start too low. Oh, starting the same pitch. Gotta start low. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then they walk back into the same room they came in, uh, which it looks like a like a futuristic elevator, and they shut the door. That's the end of them. One might also call it a futuristic coffin, which just looked more likely. <laughs> Um, kind of reminds me of the taste, the yeah. uh, cooking show that we fucking for some reason keep watching, even though it's not a great show. No, it's not a great show. But they like pop up in front of, like Tony Bourdain and all those. Uh, and Nigella. they actually lower the tube, right? When they get eliminated, it like lowers it down to the it looks ground. Like you stick like an arm out to give like Tony Bourdain a thumbs up, but then you could lose that arm <laughs> in, lose the, in the taste tube. Um, <laughs> uh, get next one. Move on. This this show moved at a breakneck pace yeah i almost wanted to luxuriate and spend a little bit more time not with the dudes because the dudes seem like shitheads but with the women Mm -hmm. i wanted to know more about them well i think that's i mean if if it's true that these women stay on the show for multiple seasons i bet you do i wish i wish there were fewer of them also so i bet you start watching at home and when a guy comes out you're instantly like oh Oh, that's gonna gonna like him perfect fit for sure sheila which is a beautiful Oh, and in between the the guys coming out, we get these little glimpses of the dates from the previous week. So the actual oh. successful matches go on dates in this area they call shifters. Okay, yeah, we didn't pick up on this before. Which is like... A nightclub they have set up behind the stage. A nightclub is a generous a generous way of describing right. it. It is a table the with room, a tablecloth. The, the room you and I are sitting in right now recording this podcast <laughs> contains uh, uh, two microphones, but besides that, two chairs and a table. Yeah, which is basically what shifters beverage. is. Yeah. We get to see a man named Adam and a woman whose name is spelled A-O-I-F-E. Eefy. Eif. Oif. Eif. I'm sure it's beautiful, whatever it is. Like, I thought I knew some shit. I thought this was one of those, like, cultures that I knew some shit no, about. No, not at all. I don't know fuck all. And and we should say, now that we are expanding our cultural horizons, we have the utmost respect for other... Yeah, absolutely. Other areas of the world. We are just very ignorant. I'm down with, like, I'm down with some Irish names. We're trying our best. You know I'm down with some <laughs> Irish names. Um, I just didn't, 
I just didn't know that one. I think it's kind of anticlimactic because every time they cut away to one of these like successful match dates, the couples were always like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. It's kind of like we were having a like a weird forced conversation in the back of a television studio. No wonder, but it was fine. Yeah, like by yourselves in a black room. No wonder these women want to stay on the show because the dates, and then you're off the show. You have this horrible date in this like lack of atmosphere holding chamber, and then you're off the show. Like that's what the whole thing builds up to is this horrible fake date. Um. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I like the name Siobhan. That's a nice Irish name. Are we just, we're, we're just not, we're not going to talk about that? B-H, with the B-H in there. You see it and you think, Siobhan? No. That's probably how we would pronounce. I'm sure the name, that's, that's what's got me all worried, is you see Siobhan, and you think like, that's a weird name. But then somebody's like, oh no, it's just Siobhan. And you're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that's right. I'm worried that this Ioif name is actually just pronounced like, Ellen. Melissa. <laughs> and it's just like, we're fucking it up so bad. Yeah. Uh, tell me more about this uh, next gentleman. Uh, the next gentleman is Liam from Cork. Uh, and he comes out in a suit and the women lose their minds. Women fucking flip out. <laughs> Not a single woman turns a light off. Which the host says is the first time that's happened in the first, like, calling. Which is impressive. Well, of the series, which made me wonder, like, are we talking about the season, or are we talking about, like, ever since the show I has existed in, in the, Ireland? in the UK, they call season series. Okay. And as a reminder, this is episode four of season three. Uh, and so, immediately, and we didn't say this for Kean because he was such a bloodbath, <laughs> but immediately the host walks over to the women and gets the first impression, and every single woman is like, it's a suit. We're so excited about the suit. He he made the effort, and he's wearing a suit. He's a man. We like a man in a suit. <laughs> they did like a man in a it's suit. Incredible. Yeah, I, it was incredible. If I were backstage waiting to go on, and I saw that, I would be just running wearing around, fucking taekwondo, trying to know, find somebody with shit. a suit jacket. Can I, anybody got a tie I can borrow? <laughs> wear with my taekwondo suit. Um, one of the women says he has a fine set of ears, which I found charming. She really well, liked his ears. A charming fetish. It is a charming. It is as fetishes go. It's innocuous. I have cute. heard a lot of women are partial to particular facial features. I've heard women that like noses. They're big on noses. Most women are just sort of into the whole how the whole sort of set comes together. Tell me more about what most women like. I saw a movie <laughs> and it had Melbert Gibson in it, <laughs> and his whole thing is. I, and I forget a lot of the plot details of the movie. <laughs> okay. But I think he was climbing up a storm drain to do some spying. He was a CIA government spy. All right. For the agency. And he was climbing up a storm drain. To do he some painted half of his face blue. No, this is... No, my love. You've, for, you know, you've mistaken this with the movie Something Braveheart. about freedom. No, that's Braveheart again. It's two things for the movie Braveheart. And he was climbing up this storm pipe and l- electricity... From lightning hits it, and he falls right off because he can't hold on to it. And he hits his head on the ground very hard, and when he wakes up, he can hear what women want. Mm-hmm. And he gets that Helen hunt. He goes on a Helen hunt. <laughs> so for some reason with Liam, he doesn't have to do, I don't know if you pick how your rounds yeah you definitely out. have three rounds because he doesn't do a demonstration he gets flirty for 30 which means that he has 30 seconds to say something to the women or maybe that's what maybe that's what kian did too and they just didn't call it flirty for 30 it's just his form of flirtation is hitting <laughs> wood with his hands well because liam does a demonstration it's just after the flirty for 30 um anyway he speaks irish I thought that was Gaelic. I thought the name of the. I thought the. All of the was, women say Irish, so yeah, it made me so feel too. comfortable saying Irish. Again, we don't know fucking anything. And then he talks about cooking very specific traditional Irish dishes, and twenty six lights go out. It was brutal. <laughs> this one seemed like, I don't know, if I was Irish, I think I would find that cool. A like, lot of the women just were immediately turned off, like, oh, well, I don't know Irish. I don't speak it, so like apparently this dude just speaks Irish all the time. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Yeah. 
Um, uh, but some of the women actually also spoke Irish or remembered it from school and were excited about the opportunity to to share their knowledge. One woman said he, she couldn't understand what he said when he spoke in Irish, but also couldn't understand what he said when he spoke in English. So yeah. she's just going to wait till the next round to see what's up. <laughs> like, yeah, I respect that. Yeah. Very even keel. I feel like that's keel. what I would do. Like, I would always want to wait till the last, maybe not the last round, because then I guess you stand the potential of getting picked getting picked by one of these fucking zeros but i would i would never eliminate somebody in the first round unless they came out and said like hi my name's jared and one time i jerked off a dolphin at sea world <laughs> it's not a big deal <laughs> that's not the sound of the buzzers going off that's the sound of the dolphin man. <laughs> oh god um <laughs> Tell me about um, Liam's secret special Liam's talent. talent. So what I love is the camera work on this show, because we're looking at the women. You look away for a second. We're looking at the host. We cut back to Liam. He's wearing a saxophone around his neck. He's wearing a saxophone over his suit. It's a four-piece suit. And I... This motherfucker. Let me know what you thought. When you saw him with the saxophone, did you think... Oh, we're about to get some Bill Clinton Maybe shit he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also thought maybe he was going to be good. Yeah, um, you know, do you know what? Do you know why I thought that he might be good? Because <laughs> motherfucker rolled up on a national television program yeah. wearing a saxophone to demonstrate what his special saxophone playing talent is. He, he showed up on television to say, "I'm ready. I, I'm ready for the big show. Here comes some sax." He plays when the Saints go marching in poorly. He's on some hot cross buns shit. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, they ask, at just, meow, 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 meow. all the lights like, go out. <laughs> gone, gone, gone. And it's like, the the host asks him, like, how long are you playing the sax? He's like, oh, a month. You fucking idiot. He's had one lesson. He's played for a month. So I'm guessing the one lesson was, I will teach you how to play when the Saints go marching in. And then the remainder of the 30 days of that month, he just practiced that song. And oh God, oh God, to be his roommate over the course of that month. <laughs> Just like, my, 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 my. Liam, Liam, damn it. Please. Me mom's over. <laughs> that old Irish folk song, When the Saints Go Marching In. I know, you, you were never in band, right? Um, no, but I was near, I was close enough to rooms where bands was being done. Yeah, it's, when the Saints Go Marching In is a song you learn in sixth grade, and it's literally like three notes. Oh, I know. I've learned like I've learned like I've half learned like a bunch of different instruments at this point. It's the thing that you learn like where the notes on the shit is. Yeah, I need to know where the notes on the shit is. Oh, here's where the Saints Go Marching In. Yeah. Um, what a disaster, Liam. Liam, you buckled my boy. How did that, Liam? How's it happen? Oh, how's Liam. That, oh, oh, blimey! I need talent. Oh shit. A uh, saxophone? I got a month until we shoot. I would like our listeners to know how much I love Griffin, that he has done... Like, Nothing but Cockney like accents. Like seven different accents, and I have not called him on it. <laughs> Irish is tough to do. Like, if I tried to do an Irish accent, like I would just embarrass myself. Poor Liam. Sweet Liam. The best, second blackout. The best was the woman's reaction... Uh, one of the women was like, "Well, you know, I'm learning the fiddle, so it would just it would just our be house, music all the time. Our household would just be too musical, <laughs> <laughs> too many sweet melodies. <laughs> I I'm here doing fucking for Elise, and you're over there doing Mary had a little lamb. And then the second woman they interview was like, I turned to the girl next to me and said, "Oh, he's going to play the trumpet.'" <laughs> She did not know what a saxophone was. She felt betrayed. She, you lied to me. She saw that instrument and thought trumpet. Yeah. Which I well, was charmed hear, by. You hear, you hear hoof steps and you think, here comes a zebra. See a man holding a saxophone and you think, like, this man's about to play some sort of brass instrument well. Uh, next we have Tony. Ron, Rony, bony, Tony. Tony comes out in a white dress shirt and a very loose tie. Holy shit, this tie. The tie was so loose. The tie looks like the tie could have fit over his head without needing to be loose. It could have gone around his waist. It could have been thrown <laughs> over him. <laughs> yeah. Um, from a distance. I think he saw our guy Liam in a suit and just scrambled he was around. Mid costume change. He had just worn maybe a t shirt yeah. and then just ran around trying to find it's a possible. suit. And that was the closest he could get in a short amount of time. 
Uh, hey, so tell me about Tony. Tony comes out. Um, he's from Dandok, which I'm going to say confidently. Uh, and he is tall. And four lights go out immediately. And one of the women specifically says it's because she dislikes the name Tony. And she is adamant. Like, oh, what's wrong with Tony? I just have a bad experience with Tony's. So just like all Tony's. Yeah, in fact, it's so bad that I... Can we please end this conversation? <laughs> so bad with my Tony. Like, you think she ate some fucking Frosted Flakes once and got mad, bad diarrhea? And the host is like... Oh, you know, like what, like Tony Soprano? And she's like, no, I love, I love Tony, Tony Soprano. Soprano. <laughs> Bring out Tony Soprano. Um, and so when Tony describes himself and says what he's looking for, um, he says that he's fit and that he wants a genuine girl and somebody that's up for a laugh, which a lot of the men say. Like, yeah. I, I want somebody that is will laugh at things that I, I think say. that's pretty much who's going to get up there and be like, I want somebody who's not in great shape. <laughs> and very dour, just like very glum. Uh, at this point, he has 22 women left, so he's doing real well. Like The women are feeling I think it. the first two contestants we saw maybe threw off the curve for us. Because we just got, I, I assume that like all of this shit ended in blackout because of these two first two clowns that got up there. Yeah. The no good sax man and the solo lonely taekwondo boy. So Tony's video comes on and it shows him boxing. And then all the women are like, oh, God, please, not again. And then it only gets worse for Tony because then it shows him working in a movie theater. And as soon as he that movie theater footage starts rolling, the women drop off significantly. And by the end of the video, there are only four left. But that's it. That's it. That's the third round. He's made it through. Yeah, he is guaranteed a he's date. He's guaranteed a date at this point. Um, in shifters. I worked in a movie theater. I've... I've you know, I respect the game. Here's the thing about this show. A lot of these boys, real young. Real, real young. I think I was, I was, no, I was 19 when I was working at the movie theater. Which is not significantly younger than the people no, on the show. There are a, a lot of like 20-year-old 20 20 people on this show. Um, and I wasn't boxing. I was, oh, that's the thing. He had two things. I was only working at the movie theater and getting high <laughs> every day. That would have been a bad video for me. Could we do, like, uh, let's do a video of Griffin at age 20. Oh, shit, If he's a no. contestant on this show. Um, well, let's think. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a good video. <laughs> what were your, like, things that you would be like, the, this, I'm going to show this to women. Well, you were playing the guitar, right? Very badly, yeah, very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably, I mean, here's the thing. Now, I wouldn't have done that. Look, at 20, I definitely would have Is done 20 that. when you were living? I would have had a, a girlfriend with, I lived with. Okay, so that. No, it was also when I was living with Dunkel and All right, let's talk about Eric. Dunkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like me and my boys eating popcorn that I brought home from the movie theater <laughs> the garbage, garbage bag. bag that we would dump an entire tube of Nutella into and then like shake it all up and then have choco corn. Oh, and then, God. Well, we were... Oh, your hands after that? You just reach your sweaty palms no, we in the trash like bag? Three yogi bears. <laughs> just like we were three Winnie, we were three Winnie the Poohs, just like digging our paws oh, into God. a honey jar with the ends backwards <laughs> and then just sort of shoving it into our mouth and then like toking up and playing Star Fox 64. <laughs> Was all the furniture in your house just covered in a layer of like popcorn butter and Nutella slime? We didn't clean anything in that whole house the whole time. It was a fucking garbage pit. <laughs> all right. Well, absolutely. So that's your video then, I guess? Just like, do any of you ladies know any cheat codes to Star Fox 64? I've got real bushy sideburns. I like, oh, the I like chocolate. I like choco corn. I like choco corn. Ask me what that is. Go on a date with me. Leave your light on. Maybe you'll find out what choco. <laughs> I can beat Andros, and I'm doing working on my speed runs out out in Star Fox 64. That's so Star Fox 64. Well, what was so before Griffin and I met? Yeah, you were on Match.com. I did do that, yeah. What did you put on that profile? Well, I don't want to say that in case it's accidentally, like, if you could archive search it somehow. <laughs> well, just how did you promote yourself uh, as, a, as a single man looking to date? Pretty douchily. I'm not like the other guys. No, it was very self-effacing. Were like, you like, extraordinarily self-effacing. I love Garden State, and I'm sensitive. Boy, I'm really taking a beating this episode, <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm curious. Oh, yeah, I could tell. As we watch these dating shows. Just like what I would, yeah. Yeah, how you would present yourself. 
I mean, it worked. Whatever I was doing back then, I was fighting off, fighting off trim with, a, <laughs> with both hands. You're welcome to turn these questions back on me. I feel like I really got put through the ringer. No, but if I if I had to have put together a profile, let's say, it probably wouldn't have been especially great either. I wore a toe ring up until about two years ago. Fuck, dog. Let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> two years ago to current time or when you would have put this profile up? Six years ago. I let's see. I put that toe ring on in college, and I kept it on. Give me a fucking year, right? Look me in the eyes and tell me the year you took the toe ring off. <laughs> um, we were together, I think. Dude, is that possible? What the fuck? I mean, it would have been maybe 2011. Holy shit! Yeah. No. Yeah. What the fuck? It was it was a connection to what my? What if youth? I touched it accidentally, thinking it was a finger ring? How could you not? <laughs> How could you not warn me about this? My toes are not finger sized, you guys. Just so you know. No, but I we were we were we were young. Our relationship was nubile. I was supposed to know the width of your toes or fingers. It wasn't like I took the toe ring off and set it on my just nightstand. Put it in my fucking cereal. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so Tony gets to pick. What two- did the toe ring look like? <laughs> Silver. Just a plain silver band? It was a mood toe ring. It was a mood? <laughs> no, it, was it really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> did it have some like 311 tribal art No, on it? it just had like a little pattern. Why did you wear it? Because I got it as a 20-year-old and I thought it made me feel like a cool gypsy woman. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the four women are left. Tony has to narrow it down to two. This is where the balance shifts, and I don't love this part of the show. Because at this point, like, if there's, like, if all the women stay on, then th- then we get a sequence where the dude is in control of, like, a horde of women and then can, like, go through and just, like, axe them all. And I don't like that. I don't, I don't prefer that. I get that you have to, like, narrow it down somehow. I'm into that. But, like, it's such a, it's such an empowering show where all these women are, like, you look like a fucking idiot. Wing. Well, what I don't like is that he physically walks over to where the women are standing and turns their light off. And the women are like begging, like, please, no, I love you, Tony. Bony Tony. (laughs) And then when it's down to two, he gets to ask them a question. And he says, like, something like, I'm a boxer, so tell me something that's going to knock me out. And this is where the women really kind of fall flat. I mean, I get that it's like kind of a spontaneous and somewhat douchey question, but one woman says, California girls are unforgettable, which is a Katy Perry line from a Katy Perry song. I think it's actually undeniable, so I don't actually think that's a, I don't know if that's a direct quote. Travis would know. Travis would know. Uh, And then the other woman just says, you, me. I've got two vaginas. (laughs) I've got two vaginas, don't I? They probably have a fun word. I got, I got two fannies. <laughs> oi, oi! I got two fannies, don't I? Why would that appeal to they're a arranged, man? They're arranged left to right, not front to back, like you'd think. Why would a man want that? Um, just when one gets used up. <laughs> no, it's just like, what if they have? You know, uh, we you should know? stop. We should stop no, right no, now. <laughs> we're not going to stop. We're going to keep. We're going to explore this. You know how the power outlets are different. <laughs> The power outlets are different over there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they modeled that after? <laughs> so let's follow this logic. <laughs> yeah. So in the States... I don't want to follow the logic anymore. But we okay. have a two-prong or a three-prong. It's a three-prong. I think like we perfected that three-prong technology. Which is modeled after... Two arms and one... <laughs> hey, you wanted this. No. Um, the other woman says, you, me, here, right now. Your two prongs, my two receiving i'm starting to think we shouldn't have recorded tonight what's wrong (laughs) maybe we should have not recorded um uh and so he picks the california girl uh who is from california so it's appropriate yeah it's not just a clever yeah and then that'd be crazy if she's like california girls are unforgettable that has nothing to do with me it's just a fun fact (laughs) i'm from cork 
I'm from Colt. Uh, and then, yeah, and then they walk out into the elevator and go to Shifters. Doesn't seem to go very well. The host is like, this is a perfect place for men and women because it's a toilet. What? And at this point, Rachel and I had no fucking idea what he was talking about. So it was like... Yeah, it was only when we kept seeing clips from previous dates that we realized... like, this place is a toilet. You're right, it's a toilet. Shifters is what, for some reason, they call that offstage area. I want to get through this next guy quick, because we're at 42 minutes, and I desperately want to talk about if you are the one. Okay. So, uh, when the woman leaves the show, she's replaced by a new woman. Um, She's like a a kettlebell thrower or something? She's a hammer thrower. Hammer thrower. Which is, sounds like a kettlebell. Uh, and the next man is Rowan. Uh, he is Australian. Handsome cup of java, huh? Uh, he's wearing a baseball tee and jeans, which the women do not mind because they are obsessed with his Australian accent. And his hot Australian body. Uh- <laughs> he's a good looking fella. Um, all the lights stay on. I wouldn't and- kick him out of bed for eating crisps. Um, all the lights stay on. All the women that are interviewed talk about how great his accent is. I guess he's been living in Dublin for a year, Yeah, he says. Um, so his first little thing is that he plays football and he loves to travel. And two lights go out because they say that he's very dirty and he can't be tamed. <laughs> Which <laughs> still sounds like not a bad way to get dumped. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then the women are still just kind of raving about him because uh, he's also tall, which they're excited about. Has long And arms. again, just handsome as hell. Uh, so then he comes out for his demonstration. And he's wearing shorts now, and that's never an upgrade. And is he, it? he is he talks about how he's from Australia and he used to play Aussie football and he's wearing a uniform and this, this is kinda like Taekwondo guy. It's like you hit us with the football and then you came back out and you hit us with the football again. Well, and it's but you also like the Taekwondo guy, you are a man wearing a football uniform. Yeah. Holding a football. Not playing football. Yeah, oh, he runs so out important. with the ball and then he like mime throws it to the host, and then it's like this isn't a demonstration. If you see, what's a good? If you just saw somebody wearing a football outfit while at McDonald's, you'd be like, "That's crazy! What are you doing wearing that here?" Well, no, because he just came from the game. It says okay. After- McDonald's is a bad example. If you're at <laughs> Um, Sears, Sears, and you see somebody wearing a football outfit. It's like, are they filming a commercial here or something? Like, what are you? What the fuck are you doing here? There's a time and a place for Taekwondo, and it's in the Taekwondo yeah. field <laughs> during the appointed Taekwondo match. Studio, time. I, I, I prefer studio. It's a, it's a dojo. <laughs> um, and so then all but seven lights go out. Um, one of the women specifically drops out because she thinks he'd be a good match for Beth. Which I, I think sweet. that's really sweet. Uh, so there are 12 lights still on, and Rowan gets the honor of eliminating 10 of those lights. I thought you just said seven. I'll bet seven. That was my fault. I miscounted first. Uh, There's 12 lights remaining. Okay. Okay. Yes. 12 lights remaining. He gets to eliminate 10 of them. Um, so he just runs around, and he uses his football to tap out the women he doesn't like. Including Beth, right? He yeah, Beth. he gets rid of Beth. It's rough. Um, and he picks two women that's that seem nice and like they'd be fun. You hear a lot of that on the show. And uh, his question to them is, if you were a secret spy, what would you do to get the info you wanted from me? What kind of possible... I'd shock your balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want? What kind of answer? What kind of weird question is that to get to know somebody? It, when the night we met, if I had asked you that, it's like a flirtatious pickup line. You would think I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like that. I would have rather you played when the Saints go marching in on a saxophone. Here's something you're really gonna like. <laughs> um, so one of the women says, um, "I'd be your partner in crime." And that's nothing. You yeah, just you just switch sides. You're supposed to be the fucking spy. You can't switch <laughs> sides and be the criminal with me. And the other woman says, "I keep it simple. I have my ways." They're trying to be kind of like mysterious. Like I'd shock your balls. <laughs> shock them good. And he picks the partner in crime. And yeah, because he likes nonsense answers. What is this? Some Ocean's Twelve shit? Like, will they? Won't they? Is she a criminal? Is she a thief? Is she not a thief? 
that's the show is just kind of anticlimactic. Like the best part is watching the women tear apart the male contestants. And that is and that is inherently the the issue. And that is why I would like to quickly pivot with the time we have left in this episode to talk about if you are the one, which I think is the far superior product. So we were able to find some clips that had subtitles on YouTube. Enough to make me fucking angry that we can't just watch this show. Yeah, it like, seemed really, really it good. It seemed really very, very good. Here's some differences, some key differences. First off, the men come out of the the future coffin and they pop out and they walk out and then the host hands them a little tablet with all the women on stage on it and then the men pick their number one like favorite uh and then you're shown who the favorite is and then same format like the exact same format they say their name their age what they where they're from and then the women get a chance to buzz them and then they talk a little bit and they get a chance to buzz them then there's a movie they get a chance to buzz them and they whittle them down um What's different, though, is they just spend so much more time. Like, Rachel and I watched a 20-minute clip just with one dude. Meanwhile, in this one, like, 40-minute-long episode, they went through four guys. So you yeah, didn't get as much you're time not gaining like, anything with the breakneck pace. Yeah. Like, what makes it so entertaining is if you, like, really kind of see the different moments where it falls apart. Um, And so, like, in the clip we watch, also the women say, like, way funnier shit. Like, way funnier <laughs> shit. There's an at-length conversation we watched between these three women who talked about how they were the prettiest women at their school and, like, how rough that was for them. Uh, and there was one, like, super buff dude that came out, and there was a woman who was like, you just look like you could really strangle somebody with one hand. It was like, I don't like a defined chest. And someone was like, yeah, I don't like a defined chest. And he was like, well, I was a kind of an overweight child, and I got uh, more obese, and uh, or I, I, I lost some weight, um, and I gained some muscle mass in my chest, but it just sort of made the chest fat, like, sort of expand from there. And she's like, well, I don't like it. I like a soft <laughs> chest that I can cuddle up against, and your chest seems like it would be very uncomfortable to cuddle up against. It's like, fuck yeah. And there was that adorable woman with the hair accessories. Oh, I loved her. That was so excited about the man on the motorcycle. The man on the motorcycle came out, he's wearing glasses, he looked kind of nerdy. She's like, I like him so much. And the host is like, I thought you said, like, earlier, you don't like men with glasses. She's like, yeah, but, like, if you go through your whole life and you don't get married, that's not any good, so I guess I have to change. I guess I have to change my thing. And she's like, I will make little tassels for your motorcycle and then he had a talent of beatboxing and then she like she wrapped her long she like spit some verse over his beatbox it was it was was real sweet so much more infinitely entertaining but we could only find like a lot of clips on youtube are like really shitty like really 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 bad subtitles are are fucking horrible it's like all I want in the world. So apparently this show is like, this. The, 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 specifically the Chinese version of the show, which is crazy because this, as far as I can tell, I've been tra- I've done about five minutes of research into this. Uh, and I think this whole thing sp- spawned off of an Australian dating show called Taken Out, which is oh, the same thing. Oh, so it started in Australia. I think, I think it started in I Australia. I thought that the Australians loved the... If you are the one so much that they made their I own think it's version. just because if you are the one, the fucking energy is like off the chains, like so good. Yeah. Like so, so much better. Um, yeah. It's like all I want is to watch more of it. I know this is not a very fulfilling conversation. The videos conversation. are better too. The videos seemed really well produced. Yeah. Um, the, it, the men seemed like funnier and, and more entertaining. There was a lot of like discussion of like, Chinese history, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Like they would say something. Oh, and some- then there was like the little like the the morning show couple that sat at the end of the stage and like provided. They would sort of provide their own commentary. And the woman in that morning show couple was like talking about how all uh, like Chinese romance stories have these tragic endings, and they went through it. And the host of the show was like, "Yeah, I can't think of like one with a good ending." And the woman was like, "Oh, well, how about you and your wife?" And the audience was like, "Ah," I was like, "Oh shit, that was good." Um, yeah, it just seemed like way more way more entertaining but again like it's just i think there's some there's a ton of clips on youtube but it's none of it's translated um and man i would fucking i would love to watch more of this Mm -hmm. i would kill to watch more of this um but say lovey uh i do want to tell you about the ultimate shame which is the version of this show that i think was if you'll pardon the pun taken out before it's time uh, because this show ran from June 7th to July 26, 2012. Oh, okay. A scant, uh, what is that, six-week run, seven-week run. Uh, eight episodes uh, in the United States. It was called Take Me Out, and it was based on the British show of the same name. 
didn't do great. Pulled in ratings at 3.3 million, which is fine. It just, it was on Fox. So you know what that means. Just, if you don't explode day one on Fox, they, they go by, remember the Titans rolls. So you have one loss, you're out of here. It's an ultimate shame though, because the host of that show was George Lopez. George Lopez? George Lopez. Have we looked for clips of that show? I bet it's just like each episode was 22 minutes long and 17 minutes was George just doing his stand-up and just promoting his new Beverly Hills Chihuahua movie. It's the same fucking show. Was it hot or not? Let's find out. I fucking can't with him. (laughs) I literally can't with you, George Lopez. It's after 10 p.m. right now, and I'm like a mogwai, but specifically for George Lopez. Like, put in a little bit of effort, George Lopez. It takes a very specific kind of host to do this show. He sounds like he's sick. He sounds like there's a bronchial issue. Do you know who could host this show? So I can think of a lot of people. But go ahead. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey would do okay. Do you know who should host this show? Fucking Ryan Devlin. Oh, yeah, he'd be really good, too. Make this an MTV show? This show debuted on MTV with Ryan Devlin as the host? I want Ryan Devlin to kind of host all the shows that there are. Well, and Chris Harrison and Steve Harvey. Chris Harrison's fine. Steve Harvey has said some very problematic stuff in the past. That Uh, is true. Ryan Devlin has a much cleaner slate, I think. Um, I don't know about Chris Harrison. He's he's definitely said some Bogota shit, too. Um, Ryan Devlin, I think, is my new... I'm kind of in his corner the most. I want him to host this podcast. I want us to like take, <laughs> take a step back. And this is exactly how this is how we've decided to announce. We'll be leaving Rose Buddies uh, <laughs> now. And Ryan Devlin, Ryan, come on in, buddy. Uh, you can't tease that because there's a real Twitter campaign trying to I get know, him on the really show. On. He tweeted that he would like to be on the show, even though I don't think he's listened. Um, if you are yeah. listening, Ryan, like love your style, love your stuff. I think you're a powerful voice. Of and, your uh, your magician flourishes and there. No nonsense hosting style i'm very much into it uh anyway this has been rose buddies this was take me out and if you are the one and taken out and take me out with george lopez (laughs) uh final final verdict i think like if you are the one is like the way way better product and uh yeah it's it's heartbreaking like because that's what i really wanted was to watch that show and i think we watched like kind of a shitty version of it but like what can you do what can you do there's just no good way to watch this thing right now yeah, it's a shame. If there is any way to get us directed to a well-translated, easily accessible version of that show, please let us know. Yeah. What, what if it was like on when we were in we were in Hong Kong? We went to Hong Kong last oh, year. What if it was yeah. on and we just like missed it because we were like watching fucking uh, Doctor Who and well, just a lot of like Japanese kids television programming as well. Uh, this has been Rose Buddies. Thank you for watching. What what's on the docket for next week? Baby, we got. Let's see. Uh, it's the, it'll be the 10th when this comes out. So two weeks, May 20th, May 23rd. Well, we have to do, we have to do one episode where we talk about the rules. I think that's got to be next week, babe. I think that's got to be next week. Next week will be the 17th. Yeah. All right. We're there. Next week. So next week we're going to talk about the rules to the bachelor and maybe we'll do like a little preview of the bachelor this is it then this is our last show that we're talking about we can put away the z's get get the s's back out fucking s's back out holy shit guys uh highs and lows uh this fucking (laughs) desert that we wandered through uh i'll go and say some of the shit we watched and if you are the one was a high obviously are you the one season three all of it was like was incredible fucking refreshing oasis and like thank you ryan devlin thank you like it was so bad there for a bit, and I was worried that the show was just going to be absolute shit for a while. We almost watched the entire Of Love franchise. Of we shows. only dipped it into one. There's a lot more. <laughs> That's the thing. There's a lot of uh, a lot of water out there for us to keep dipping back into, and we're going to get into it. I'm excited by the concept of. I think one mid season break, we only watch The Bachelor of other countries i yeah. really enjoyed doing I've been that i've wanting to track that down yeah um i saw a clip from an australian bachelor where one of the women just like farts on a date and the guy's like whatever 
Uh, so like, uh, yeah. Definitely if that dial happened that. in an American, they would make a whole episode they would, they out of that. They would make magazine advertisement <laughs> campaigns. They would have interviewed all the women about their experience with that woman. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, oh man, Paradise Hotel Two is an obvious low. Flavor of Love mm. was not great. Um, but that's okay. We're out. We're free next Again. week. Previews to special preview special. Taking taking back the yes. So uh, we'll see you then. Oh, should we talk about this one last thing? Because while the show's coming back, we're very excited to get back to sort of our core competency, get our friends together to start our weekly viewing parties again. There's one friend that will probably not be coming back to the show. And it's always hard when, like, you have to, like, change up the cast of a podcast it's like one of the like more uncomfortable parts of doing this business um, you remember we had to switch out one of the hosts my brother my brother and me and get justin <laughs> in there um uh by the way justin has demanded that he have a producer's credit on this show because he pays our podcast hosting fees so this thank podca- you justin this episode is brought to you by producer justin macro i'm glad i remembered this episode um but the friend that won't be joining us griffin's gonna be real thirsty coming up this may Superwater Zero has been discontinued by HEB. And I'm glad I just was able to, like, I'm glad I was trying. It's the first time you said it out loud. It's the first time I fucking said it out loud. Without, like, catching it. Like, some people, or some some websites are reporting that. No, it's. We we have several. We have firsthand sources. Rose Buddies fans who are actual employees of HEB that have confirmed it is discontinued. We saw pictures of actual shelf displays of where Superwater Zero would be, and it is not. Uh, it no longer exists. So we're going to have to find another beverage for you. Unless. Are you looking on eBay right now? <laughs> I'm not looking on eBay. <laughs> I'm looking at the HEB Twitter account, which has 166,000 Twitter followers. Are you going to try and get it back? Bring What's the hashtag? Help me workshop this. Bring back Superwater Zero is too much. Yeah. Quench Griffin's mouth. wet griffin's mouth hashtag wet no don't do that (laughs) oh god tweet at heb the 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 i've never like organized loosen the juice let loose the the juice must flow (laughs) hashtag bring back super water zero bring here comes the juice or just like i feel like the hashtags only bring back super water zero is like will that even fit in a fucking hashtag let me see you do the number zero. I mean, you're using up a good twenty, <laughs> a good, th- a good twenty-four of your characters there. But I think it's an important way to. I think it's. I think it's a good way to sort of get the message across. Because if you just do like SW zero, they may not understand. Bring back Super Water Zero. It's fucking di- direct to the point. Right at HEB. Right at HEB. So it's four character, another five characters gone with the space. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you're going to have 111 characters to work with, and I really want you to explore the space. So I'm, I'm thinking about stuff like Let the Juice Flow, or Wet Griffin's Mouth, or um, uh, How Dare You Take My Juice Away, or uh, Where Am I Supposed to Get My Vitamins Now? Or, quench His Thirst. Quench His Thirst, or um, That Boy Is Thirsty. <laughs> whatever you, whatever you want to do to, like, I don't know what I can drink. If this doesn't work, and I think we have, like, one week to bring this back. Like, we do this, like, short time limit UHF style. Uh, if it's not back by next week, then I think on the next episode we'll have to decide, like, what my beverage Should is Should we specify that we want specifically the lemonade flavor? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's again, a lot you, of characters if you, again. If you, if <laughs> hashtag, okay, and at H-E-B and just the lemonade, <laughs> though. Hashtag make sure it's zero. Hashtag Griffin won't drink that non-zero stuff. Okay, that leaves you with 36 characters. Just whatever you need to do. Bring back Superwater Zero. Bring it back. Bring him back. Bring him home. If you want to sing Bring Him Home from Les Miserables. Um, If you want to record yourself singing Bring Him Home, but switch out like the names from that song with Griffin and Superwater Zero. Um then like, and then you want to tweet that at HEB. It's it's a big project, but I trust that there's fans in the Rose Buddies group who are going to do it. Um, all right, all right. We went a little long. I thought yep. that was going to be a short episode, but yep. I got like really passionate there. I know. Next week, bachelor preview. We'll have to do some research to really get ready. Excited for how you feeling about JoJo? 
I I need her to prove herself to me. Okay, okay. I guess we'll have more time to talk about that next week. Until then, please like us on on iTunes. Please tell a friend about the show. Get it. Go start getting your bachelor viewing parties together. Yeah, there has been some interest. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, it's a really the best way to keep on top of what it's we're doing, amazing. And what's happening. So uh, well, that's probably where we will put the official rules. Yes, for this next season as well. So if you want to play along, you can do it there. Um, so till then, thanks for listening. I'm Rachel McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. When you're ready, stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert: She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right, Jesus. Right, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, boy.